I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Governor Larry Hogan says that because the commanders have no other prospects for a new stadium, they should build it in Maryland. Georgia's senatorial debate gets heated tonight, and three NASA astronauts and one from the European Space Station splash down in the Atlantic. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Aaron Rubin in New York. In a closely watched U.S. Senate race in Georgia, many watched their first and only debate. WANF-TV reporter Abby Casares. Walker addressing claims he paid for a former girlfriend's abortion, clarifying he supports Governor Kemp and Georgia's heartbeat law. I'm a Christian. I believe in life. And I tell people this, Georgia is a state that respects life. And I'll be a senator that, that protects life. That a patient's room is too narrow and small and cramped a space for a woman her doctor, and the United States government. Now, one thing the candidates did agree on, not raising the federal minimum wage. Police in Raleigh, North Carolina, still don't know why the 15-year-old suspect killed five people, including his own brother. CBS's Elise Preston is there. Just after 5 p.m., police found two people shot in the street and then discovered more victims along a tree-lined walking trail. No child, no grandparent. No one should feel this fear in their communities. Police have not named the suspect and a motive is not known. This is the nation's 25th mass murder this year. Former President Trump has written the January 6th committee after it voted to issue him a subpoena. The former president used his 14-page letter to attack the panel, calling it a charade and a wish hunt. A federal judge ruled Friday that the current version of DACA can continue for now, and a rally was held to show support for the program in Houston. It makes me very angry that they just think we're an idea. We are human beings. It's very apparent we are real people that have emotions, that have lives that we've established here. Four astronauts returned to Earth Friday. Michael George tells us about their mission. The four astronauts were originally scheduled to leave Wednesday, but bad weather forced a two-day delay. Before leaving, they gathered with the seven other astronauts on the ISS, a full house. Commander Samantha Christofferetti commented on the three rookies who arrived last week. It's been uh, amazing welcoming guys uh, on board, seeing uh, how well uh, you uh, went from being new and uh, uh, someone helpless uh, for the first-time flyers to already looking like space ninjas in just a few days. She handed over control of the orbiting lab to Russian cosmonaut Sergei Prokopiev. In Florida, prosecutors are calling for an investigation after a juror claimed that she felt threatened during deliberations in the case of Parkland shooter Nicholas Cruz. He was sentenced to life in prison without parole. This is CBS News. The average home sells for over the asking price, and with Orchard's win-win program, you can win twice. Here's how. Win number one. Orchard can make you a guaranteed cash offer for your home. Next, Orchard handles the sale of your old home, including upgrades, listing, and showing. Win number two. Orchard not only guarantees the sale of your home, when it sells for more than your cash offer, you keep the extra. You win again. Get a no-cost, no-obligation offer at Orchard.com. Orchard.com. WTOP at 1203. 
Saturday morning, everybody. We've made it to the weekend, October 15th, 2022. Clear, chilly this overnight, early morning. Apache fog by daybreak. Lows in the 40s and 50s before we're done. 49 right now. Good morning to you. Dean Lane, we do indeed thank you for taking us along for your weekend morning ride. Topping the local stories we're looking at for you as we do head into this Saturday together. Breaking news on WTOP. Locally, a man has been shot by an Arlington County police officer in the Sherlington area happening last night. Friday night, we're told. Police say this morning they received a call just after 7.30 in the evening for a man firing a gun in front of a house on Sherlington Road near 22nd Street. The police arrived on scene. They found the man, they say, outside with a gun. Officers asked him to drop his gun. He instead raised it. One officer shot the man. The man has been taken to the hospital. No officers were injured in the situation. Investigators continue this Saturday morning to look into what caused a fire at the oldest church in Arlington. The fire at Mount Olivet United Methodist started in the early hours yesterday, Friday morning, on North Glebe Road near 15th Street. The Arlington County Fire Department says this morning flames at the time ripped through the roof of the church, but firefighters quickly were able to put them out. No injuries were reported, and no one was in the church at the time of the fire. And a heads up from WTOP this morning, there will be no worship service in the building this weekend Sunday. The pastor says there will be an outdoor service on the green at 11 a.m. WTOP at 12.05. There's a new tool this Saturday morning to save lives locally during Fairfax County fires. And you have to do, all you have to do is to share your info about vulnerable people in your home so firefighters can quickly find them. If you have, say, a bedridden parent in an upstairs bedroom or pets crated in the back living room, responding firefighters in Fairfax County can pull up that information before arriving to your home if you've put it into their new system. The Northern Virginia region sort of leading the way uh, in, in using this technology. John Morrison with Fairfax County Fire says of the new safety system. It's uh, through a grant through Envers, the Northern Virginia Emergency Response System. So all of the fire departments in Northern Virginia are using it. To sign up at WTOP.com, search fire. Christy King, WTOP News. WTOP at 12.05. More rumbling Saturday morning coming out of the blockbuster story this week from ESPN on Commander's owner Dan Snyder. But it is not at all all about claims. He's gotten dirt on other NFL owners and league commissioner Roger Goodell. It is a Apparently also about a new stadium. Maryland Governor Larry Hogan says he hasn't read the piece, but he does have something to say this morning about Snyder trying to build a new stadium in our region next to the existing FedEx field. We've been trying to work with them for eight years on the stadium. And, uh, you know, uh, I guess the good news is they're still in Maryland and they have currently no prospect of going anywhere else. Uh, and uh, we've fixed the infrastructure, put a lot of money into that region. Uh, and hopefully they'll build a new stadium there. Hogan, a native of Prince George's County, was a fan of the team for much of his life, but now he roots for the Baltimore Ravens. WTOP at 12.06, a scathing report this week from U.S. Department of Housing and Urban Development claiming that D.C.'s Housing Authority has failed to provide decent, safe, and sanitary housing for residents. This report now led to a special meeting for the agency and its board during which residents spoke their mind. Discussion on the report among the agency's director and the board was not made public, but when the agency did allow for public comment, residents like Marlene Childs told their stories. I caught 90, 90 mice I caught. Some people spoke about gun violence outside their buildings and mold inside their units, and Patricia Malloy says when things break. When maintenance enters the residents' units, they are telling them they do not have materials. They do not have money to purchase 
material. Many claim that their complaints to DHCA went unanswered, and Karen Settles scolded the board for that. We are better than this. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Returning to the office but worried about getting stuck? Relax, we got you. Commute with confidence when you sign up for Guaranteed Ride Home from Commuter Connections. Take a look. If you ride share to work, you're eligible for a free ride in case of illness, unexpected emergencies, or unscheduled overtime. Guaranteed. Register or renew today for free at commuterconnections.org or 800-745-RIDE. That's commuterconnections.org. Some restrictions apply. You're with WTOP, Dean Lane. Good morning. Welcome into WTOP. From Washington to Kiev. Updates on Russia's invasion of Ukraine. 24-7-365-103.5 FM at WTOP.com. The latest in just minutes. This Saturday night hour, midnight on WTOP. After traffic and weather, time now, 12.08. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Morning to Ian Crawford in the WTOP Traffic Center. Hello there, Dino. We got headaches in a couple of spots. We will start on the Capitol Beltway trying to get from Maryland into Virginia. The outer loop gummed up badly after River Road trying to get across the Legion Bridge. The work is on the Virginia side, part of the expanding 495 in that area project. And it's a single left lane to get by. I believe the ramps that service the GW Parkway may be open. Callers seem to indicate that earlier on, but definitely in the main travel lanes, you're over to the left in a single file and it's a slow ride trying to get from Maryland into Virginia on the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway and this may be the way of things until we can get all the traffic cleared out. If you've got a plan B in your back pocket, use that instead. On the rest of the Maryland roadways we're actually fairly quiet. Two-way traffic on the eastbound span of the Bay Bridge getting to and from the shore but that really not much of a trifle right now. In Virginia 66 eastbound may be at a stop after after Nutley Street heading toward the Capitol Beltway, just heard uh, Virginia State authorities talking about maybe a temporary stoppage here. We were getting by single file to the right past the work as you approach the Capitol Beltway after exit 62. And now we may be at a stop for a term yet to be determined. Elsewhere on eastbound 66 after 29 Gainesville and after 29 Centerville, you're over to the left in a single file. Westbounders after 123, you'll find the work as you approach Route 50 at Fair Lakes and Fair Oaks and a left, uh, check that, uh, it should be a right lane to get by. 395 southbound work after Seminary Road and again after Edsel Road with two left lanes getting by. On 95 between Springfield and Fredericksburg, we are okay, but northbound 95 before Route 1, Spotsylvania, single right past the work. Looking for happiness? Adopt a dog or cat at Fitzgerald Subaru in Gaithersburg today, Saturday from 10 till 1. That's the fifth way. See details at fitzmall.com. I'm Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Chilly weather through the morning hours here. Temperatures waking up into the 40s, but we'll be in the 50s and 60s quickly this morning. Ultimately, this afternoon with sunshine. Looking for high temperatures for your Saturday, close to the middle to upper 70s. Heading into Sunday, temperatures it looks like are going to be close to 70 degrees. It looks like sunshine in the morning will lead to clouds in the afternoon. Rain showers develop Sunday night. Rain showers on Monday and then turning noticeably colder with temperatures only into the 50s Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. I'm Storm Team 4's Ryan Miller. 57 in Devon Circle, 47 this morning in Germantown, 45 in Annandale, midnight hour, Saturday morning, October 15th. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it. And we're looking at... 58 degrees at our nation's capital now, having gone up a few degrees Saturday morning. 
This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. Adventist Healthcare Fort Washington Medical Center is reimagining healthcare in Southern Prince George's County with primary care and advanced medical services for patients with diabetes, heart illnesses, and other conditions afflicting our community. Our top-rated specialty physicians provide world-class medical care close to home in our thriving community. In 2023, Adventist will open a new health destination at National Harbor in Oxon Hill. Our team is dedicated to the health and well-being of our community. Learn more at adventistfwmc.com slash for you. I'd like to see the doctor for a few questions about medical marijuana. Sir, the doctor is booked solid today and tomorrow and next week. Can you come back in three weeks? Wait, wait. Just to talk about a medical marijuana card, I have to wait three weeks? No, sir. Just between us, no one has to wait. I got my own medical marijuana card sitting at my kitchen table through VeraHeal.com. It was quick, professional, and so easy. VeraHeal.com? V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. They have a library of medical marijuana facts and scientific research to browse. And you can pre-qualify for a card online in minutes. Great, but I still have questions. You can easily talk to a doctor right there online. Everything is private and secure. For reliable cannabis information and to pre-qualify online, join Verahill's millions of satisfied clients at V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. Get started today with easy financing. Pay only if you qualify. Veraheel.com. This is WTOP News. It's Saturday, October 15th. The weekend's here, everybody. 12.13 in the morning. Thanks for sharing your early part of it with us. This midnight hour at WTOP. In the latest on the war now, Russian President Vladimir Putin telling reporters this week that Russia's partial mobilization campaign would be coming to an end in a matter of weeks during a press conference in Kazakhstan. He said the Kremlin has drafted more than 200,000 reservists of the expected 300,000. Not clear, though, if these recruits are making any difference in the war. In the meantime, Ukraine has run into another problem this week. Elon Musk is now saying his company, SpaceX, can no longer pay for Ukraine's military to use its Starlink system. That system is critical to Ukraine's military. This morning, WTOP National Security Correspondent J.J. Green with more. The problem all started several weeks ago when Musk floated an unsolicited peace proposal that suggested Ukraine just give Crimea to Russia and end the war. Needless to say, Ukraine said, no, thank you. And Ukrainian diplomat told him to F off. Musk and SpaceX provide SATCOM access to Ukraine through its Sterling system for battlefield communications and target acquisition. So after this dust-up, Ukraine suddenly started noticing Starlink outages on the battlefield, raising the questions, were the outages technical in origin or did Musk order the outages? After that came the request for the Pentagon to pay for the use, saying SpaceX can't continue to foot the bill for this service. He said it would cost about $400 million a year. So it's left a lot of people asking a lot of new questions about the motivations of the world's richest man. JJ, two questions. Number one, does this exemplify the problem with privately owned satellites? And what's the Pentagon saying about it? Privately owned satellites are a part of the system the U.S. uses now. The people that run these companies, they are a little bit different from Elon Musk in terms of the way they deal with the Pentagon and deal with military organizations. They come at it from a different point of view, and they certainly have much better relations. Now, Musk is no stranger to controversy, but this is a matter of life and death, and he's gotten the attention of the Pentagon. Sabrina Singh, a deputy press secretary at the Pentagon, told WTOP, 
these words. She said, I can confirm the department has been in communication with SpaceX regarding Starlink. She said, we're working with our partners and allies trying to figure out what's best. But interestingly, she said, there are other, certainly other SETCOM companies and capabilities out there. There's not just SpaceX. There are other entities we can certainly partner with when it comes to providing Ukraine with what they need on the battlefield. Mm. With the very latest of the war between Russia and Ukraine, WTLP's own national security correspondent J.J. Green talking with Sean and Hillary. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Welcome to the Midnight Hour Saturday morning on WTOP. Sports time indeed, and Frankie's first midnight hit this morning. Navy football went on the road and falls at SMU 40-34. Navy was actually up 14-13, but then SMU ran off 20 straight points, and that was uh, certainly the difference. So Navy falls to 2-4 and four on the season after losing at SMU. Big day of college football, of course, on Saturday. Maryland football on the road in Big Ten play, visiting Indiana. Also in action, Virginia Tech faces uh, Miami. Howard will play Harvard at Audi Field on Saturday afternoon. Wizards lose at the Knicks, 105-89, preseason finale for the Wiz. Rui Hachimura, 20 points off the bench for D.C. Now their season opener for the Wizards is next Wednesday at Indiana. Home opener is next Friday versus the Chicago Bulls. Baseball playoffs of note, the Phillies beat the Braves 9-1. Reese Hoskins, three-run homer. Bryce Harper, former national, two-run homer and a double that played it a run. That best-of-five series is now in favor of the Phillies 2-1. They can close things out later on today. Another best of five, Cleveland and the Yankees now even at 1-1 ALDS. Cleveland beat the Yankees 4-2. Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports. All right, thanks, Frankie. As always, 12-17, Saturday morning, October 15th on WTOP. On the top stories we're following for you this midnight hour Saturday on WTOP, Democratic Senator Raphael Warnock and his Republican opponent, retired football player Herschel Walker, debated last night in Savannah, Georgia. The debate... Coming amid a hectic final push by the two candidates to win over undecided voters in the region. On November 8th, Georgia's Senate election could decide which party controls the Senate. Police in Raleigh, North Carolina say this morning the 15-year-old accused this week in the Thursday mass shooting there took the life of his older brother and four other people. The teen is in critical condition as well after investigators say he shot himself. And the Justice Department is asking this morning an appeals court to end the special master's role in the Mar-a-Lago classified documents investigation. DOG says that former President Donald Trump had no right to keep the seized materials after he left office and that there is no legal basis for an outside review. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Saturday morning, October 15th at 12.18. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, first as always, let's check in with Mr. Ian Crawford. And we start in Maryland or Virginia. Take your pick. We're on the Capitol Beltway anyway, trying to get from Maryland into Virginia. And in delays on the outer loop after River Road, trying to get to and through the work zone on the Virginia side that starts right after the Legion Bridge, shoving you over to a single left lane. That is why things are so doggone crowded. Not a lot moving, quite frankly, trying to get into and through this work zone. You will want to use a plan B. Avoid the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway after River Road like the plague because this one is going to be a while to clear out as you get into the work zone on the Virginia side of the outer loop and it'll be a single left lane to get by that work after exit 43. Once you pass that you are good but after that you deserve a break. We'll stick with Virginia 66 
The westbound work after 123 heading toward Route 50 should be a single right lane to get by. On the eastbound side, work after 29 Gainesville and again after 29 Centerville, in each case to the left in a single file. Then as you get closer to Nutley Street, it uh, looks like we are moving once again through the work zone. Single right to get by. They did stop traffic briefly. Wasn't sure if that was for the actual worker. They just needed to move some equipment around. But now we are moving once again sluggishly after exit 62, heading toward the Capitol Beltway. Dulles Access Road, westbound work after Hunter Mill Road, heading toward Centerville Road, a single lane getting past the paving project. And on the district side, on the freeway, no reported delays. Back into Maryland very quickly, checking the free, checking the BW Parkway and I-95. No reported delays at the moment. 50 across the Bay Bridge, two-way traffic on the eastbound span. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. Clear conditions and chilly weather here to start your Saturday. Temperatures in the 40s as we uh, progress through the morning hours. Temperatures, because of the sunshine, are going to rapidly warm into the 60s. Ultimately, in the afternoon, we're talking middle to upper 70s with sunshine. Great weather for anything you may have planned outside. On Sunday, clouds uh, will arrive here in the afternoon after some morning sunshine temperatures close to 70 degrees rain showers develop here sunday night and linger into the monday morning forecast and then colder weather coming in here for tuesday i'm storm team four's ryan miller we're at 57 at reagan national 50 this morning at bw by marshall 48 at dulles and we are right now looking at 49 degrees at our nation's capital. This midnight hour check, Saturday morning, October 15th, brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. NewLookHomeDesign.com. Check them out. WTOP at 1221. You listen to WTOP for the latest news, traffic, and weather in your car. But what about when you're not behind the wheel? Download the WTOP News app to listen wherever you are. Eating breakfast, out for a run, or at work. Plus, sign up for news alerts, create a personalized news feed, and register for rewards. 24-7, 365. Never miss a moment with the WTOP app. Brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union, where members are the mission. Visit NavyFederal.org, insured by NCUA. At Amentum, we are fiercely committed to making the world safer, smarter, and cleaner for all. We do this by accelerating solutions in intelligence analysis, environmental services, clean energy, health systems, C5ISR engineering, and unmanned autonomous systems. Amentum applies proven expertise in enabling technologies and people to accelerate response to the unexpected, prepare for the future, and surpass expectations. Discover more about our innovative solutions and connect with us at Amentum.com. This is WTOP News. Good Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. October 15th, 2022. Welcome in at 1222. with the movies this weekend. What we're told is the very last look at one of the most enduring horror franchises in movie history. We're talking, of course, about Halloween. 44 years in the making, Jamie Lee Curtis is back at Halloween Ends. Allison is not equipped for this relationship, and I will not let her get hurt. So stay away. You started this! You brought me in! You invited me! This morning, film critic Christian Toto says the scriptwriters here have put new things into this film that get in the way of the two main characters, Laurie Strode and the monster who has chased her all these years, Michael Myers. 
for a short while in the film, it seems pretty different and maybe unique. You know, you think you want to follow Laurie Strode, of course, played by Jamie Lee Curtis and the killer. But there's a subplot here that is taking up a tremendous amount of time. And while it, it starts strong, you start to wonder, well, gosh, I'm here to see these two iconic characters. Where are they? And that, I think that's one of the frustrating moments where I think the filmmakers wanted to do something different, something bold, something ambitious. And I think in doing so, they really, in a sense, defanged both the movie monster and this trilogy. So it's a frustrating experience. I think some fans will enjoy what happens on screen. There are certain uh, events I will not spoil. There may be some cheering in the seats, but I just think you've got this wonderful franchise that's had ups and downs. The resurrection has been rather interesting. And I think given all of that, you really wanted a rock'em sock'em finale. And I don't think Halloween Ends is the one that, that's going to deliver that. One of the things that really hurts this new film is that it's just not scary. There are some jump scares for sure, one of the oldest tricks in the horror movie book, and that's fine. But you really want to get creeped out. And I think that maybe there's just too many Halloweens under our belt at this point. How do you do it? How do you kind of keep us off guard? I don't think Halloween Ends has the answer. Christian, let's turn to another film that looks equally disturbing, if not more so. It's called Old Man. We're not talking about a huge cast here, perhaps just two characters. Tell us what it's about and whether this one did better in terms of scaring people and being a very effective film. It certainly gets under your skin, that's for sure. Like you said, it's a very spare movie. You could almost see this as a stage play, and actually it might even be better as a stage play, but it's a story about Stephen Lang. He, we know him from the Don't Breathe franchise and also Avatar. He is the old man. There's a knock on his door. He's living in solitude. The stranger comes in. He got lost, trying to kind of find his way back home. And these two characters get to know each other. They bicker. They argue. They agree. They kind of bond in a way. And you're thinking, well... Is this old man in jeopardy from this young intruder? Or is the young intruder possibly going to be in harm's way based on this rascally old man? And that tension really does deliver the whole film. It kind of keeps you engaged. I think Stephen Lang is just wonderful here. He's a little bit over the top, but I think given the spare details and the setting here, it's exactly what you needed. And it's the kind of movie where the ending is interesting. I didn't see it coming. And I think when you look back on the events of the entire film, it all falls into place. And I like that about an ending where it sort of makes sense. I guess you could harken back to the sixth sense where once that shock ending happened, you think, oh, yeah, that's why this happened. That's why that happened. So I think Old Man does it very well. Again, a very low-budget film, not a big cast at all. But I think, you know what, for bang for your buck, I think this really delivers. Good stuff for you to watch this weekend. Christian Toto of HollywoodInToto.com on Skype with our Dimitri Sovins. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Traffic in the D.C. region is constantly changing. If you spot a major incident that we're not already reporting, call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. That's 866-304-WTOP. Check of your money news. Jeff Cloy, Claybaugh here to wrap your business week this Saturday morning. The Dow lost 404 points in Friday's session, though it still gained just over 1% for the week. Beyond Meat is cutting 20% of its workforce and has lowered its sales expectations. Safeway owner Albertsons will be acquired by bigger grocery chain Kroger for $25 billion. D.C.'s Atlas Brew Works won a bronze medal at the annual Great American Beer Festival in Denver, Sweetwater Tavern in Sterling and Centerville. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you're sending money to. Second, 
confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online.